This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We cannot delay. We must not wait. Now is the time to act. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. VIG. Well, let me put it this way. All energy in the universe is expressed in motion. All motion is expressed in waves. All waves are curved. So where does the straight lines come from to make the platonic solids? There are no straight lines. So when I took the flower of life and opened it properly, I found a whole new wave conjugations that expose the in-between spaces. That's, it's the thing that holds us all together. And now. You know, everything is not an anecdote. You have to discriminate. You choose things that are that are funny or, or mildly amusing or interesting. You're a miracle. Your stories have none of that. They're not even amusing accidentally. By the way, you know, when you're when you're telling these little stories, here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Our feature presentation. <laughs> Morning party people. Welcome anyway, Wednesday morning. Three quarters Christmas show <laughs> on the twenty fifth of September. How happy are you that Kevin's out? Um, well, in general, I miss the monkey, but I do. Not, I know that he would not share my joy for the uh, for the holiday season arriving. Yeah, your signal would be out right now. You <laughs> would not be saying any of this on the air. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Three quarters Christmas, you guys. This is where it gets. This is where this is like a like the a two minute warning. You know what I mean? I mean, are you saying we're entering the holiday season? Well, it's always the holiday season, but I'm saying it's, it's <laughs> Come getting... Come on, <laughs> Where you been? It's so close now that it cannot be denied, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I mean, it's officially here now. Hmm. Three quarters Christmas. I mean, we're, it's practically Boxing Day. It's practically Fourth of July. We flew right through it. <laughs> I mm-hmm. know, it's true. We missed it. <laughs> well, I'm very excited by it. I don't mind telling you. How are y'all? Good. I might be concussed. Oh. Oh, really? Maybe. Ooh, small. There's a small fear in the back of my head. I concussed. All right, what happened? I was uh, taking care of my young son, mm-hmm. my newborn, mm-hmm. and I was moving from. I, he was awake for a second, so mm-hmm. I put the pacifier in his mouth and I reached across the sofa to do so because he's in like a little dock a tot and a mm-hmm. little little bed thing, and I put it back in his mouth. I was like, oh, that's good. And then as I went back, I lost my sort of. Uh, what would you call this? Footing? I, balance? Yeah, I sort of lost my balance okay. and fell forward head first into one of his sort of chairs. Okay. He has these little plastic chairs that he could sit in, and I hit the top of my head up near sort of like my hairline directly into the chair, and I have felt weird. Like, I have been out of it since. Oh. Yeah, you're concussed for you sure. Possible. Yeah, you didn't lay down or anything, right? No. Okay. I was mostly uh, moving. Ar- I was mo- moving around, but I, even like my stairs felt strange. Yeah. My my kind of like uh, 
I had a headache. Mm-hmm. This happened this morning or last night? Last night. Ooh, so you did sleep on it. I did. Because that could have been when you slipped away mm. into the darkness. And I would have missed three quarters Christmas? Yeah. You would have. No, I well, not but, dog. but you would have died on three quarters Christmas Eve, which is kind of oh, romantic. That's a little, yeah. It is romantic. <laughs> so romantic. Not a, not a creature was stirring last night. So I'm no, uh, I'm no physician, sure. as you know, but are we out of danger now the next day? Or how does it work, Allie? Who knows? I mean, what? Oh, you're asking the Dr. doctor? McKay. Yes, because you're, you're the doctor. I feel like you're not supposed to sleep right away Which when you have a concussion. So yeah. I feel like if you waited hours, you're fine. But I think you might have just rattled some stuff in there. You're going to be okay. Am I developing CTE? No, not oh, yet. Okay. Yeah, not I yet. don't think so yet. I do feel like that maybe you're trying to one-up mugs. Oh, with yes. like, oh, I saved the baby with a pacifier. And then Muggs is like, I saved the baby with my crushing body not falling on her. He technically saved his baby. Yeah, literally. In literally. My, I just put a pacifier in his mouth and lost my balance. Okay, very different. Not You're as right. Cool. Now that I hear it that way. Yeah. But you also almost you also came very near to sharing a gift with your son, which is the, the same gift that you enjoyed, which is losing his father early. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, I enjoy it. <laughs> I love when Pete says it like I like it was a fetish I was waiting for. That, that winded me. How sad would it be if he had to go on life without his father because he lost his balance onto his chair? How'd your dad die? Oh, crazy story. I was a newborn. <laughs> I was making sounds that yeah. he didn't want to hear. Right. It all happened over a pacifier. He and now I so can't even look at them. So athletic, my father. He <laughs> couldn't move from couch to couch without falling. <laughs> well, I don't mind telling you guys that um, I'm also playing her today. I won't even tell you how I I've moderately burned myself this morning. I won't even bring that up. Because well, it's true because you're not accident prone. I'm not at all. Uh, but I am uh, emotionally devastated today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, you know, like all of us, I've, I've seen some pain in my life. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I, I've lost both of my parents to the grave, Jensen. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching a football game one time where it was second and one, mm-hmm. and all you had to do was hand the ball to Marshawn, and you win a Super Bowl. I, that I, wouldn't happen. What I, coach would allow that? I yeah. saw that. I watched Phantom Menace. I mean, I'm telling you, I've had pain in my life, <laughs> okay. Okay? okay? But none compares to what happened yesterday when I tuned in on walkoffame.com <laughs> to watch Terrence Howard get his star on yeah. the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And we were so excited because he promised us something. He promised us that, 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 at, the, that at the ceremony, he was going to drop some serious knowledge yeah. on how gravity is not a force. Remember? Yeah. yeah. The tape we just played of him talking about building the Milky Way galaxy without gravity. Uh, I don't I don't pretend to understand what's going on in Mr. Howard's head, but apparently he is some sort of mathematical genius or something. But he pretended like that interview at the Emmys on Sunday night had never happened. Oh, no. It was complete business as usual. Oh, I want to thank my agent. I want to say thank my directors. I want to thank my acting coach, my wife. Hey, my daughter is here. This is such an honor. Thank you. As someone who's been waiting for a celebrity to take down gravity also, like I've been waiting for this moment. Pins and needles. It seems odd to have promised it and not delivered. Unless big gravity got to him. It's very possible. The reason he's retiring is because he doesn't have to work anymore because he's living off big gravity money. I mean, I don't know how you guys felt since Sunday, since seeing the interview, but he was my Greta. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he is he was he was the champion of the future. Mm-hmm. He was the guy who was gonna save us all by telling us what's really going on. Yeah. And he just like how was somebody not down there to go, what about gravity? I mean at least like bring it up. Like don't let him 
This is like, you know, Sarah Sanders at the podium just ignoring questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had, an, she, you know. Just he, like that. He had an obligation to deliver mm-hmm. on what he had promised the, the world, as far as I'm concerned. True. How long was the actual ceremony that you had to watch? Uh, the entire thing was 32 minutes long. Okay. From the Chamber of Commerce woman who I- introduced the special guest till to the end of uh, Howard's speech and then the photos of the unveiling of the star. Who were the celebrity uh, you know, hosts? Kind no of one I'd ever heard of. Really? Okay. Yeah. Huh. I thought he'd get Lee Daniels or I thought Taraji would be there yeah. or somebody like that. It was very, there was not star-studded. Well, maybe they were signed up and then realized he's taken down gravity. we got to get out of this. Yeah, we don't want to be a part of it when big gravity comes. So right. Probably, maybe big gravity did a little sweep of the area beforehand. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. It was just so disappointing because I thought how, I mean, I really well, thought it was going to be great. Yeah. So um, so I tweeted about that, about how disappointed I was, and somebody came up with a, the obvious answer is that the molly had worn off and <laughs> mm-hmm. it just no longer, no longer seemed like a good idea anymore. I mean, we're sure that, I mean, he had to have been on something. I don't want to accuse him of that. Well, maybe drunk. Maybe even, I mean, it just seemed like... Maybe he, he was high on knowledge, man. You ever right. think about that? Mm. Yeah, I did mm. think about it and just thought it wasn't possible. But, but you're he, concussed, so yeah, concussed. everything's distorted for you. Yeah. Wouldn't it so. be so great if he was just trolling? He's like, oh, I hate this Sam Rubin guy. Watch this. That'd be amazing. <laughs> well, he won. And he but technically then, t- trolled Bean but, who watched the whole thing. Yes, but yeah. then we all, we all lost. So, yeah. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin Bean Show, shall we? Leave my taco alone. Um, that wasn't <laughs> that. Uh, okay. Fair. It's fair. Uh, Bean makes his guess on the program today. Hey. Muggs has been on a little bit of a uh, winning slash tying streak lately. I was so bummed that I wasn't here last week really? when mm-hmm. Fight Club was not brought up. I, I know. We still God. are dealing with that, Muggs. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't our best work. Yeah. Um, the lengths that you went to to find something. Now, we decided this could be a person, this could be a pet, this could be a piece of jewelry, this could be anything, right? Mm-hmm. You just went to extraordinary lengths to find something. We'll tell you the story about a woman who spent 57 days almost full-time looking for her lost dog. We have a a texting controversy on the Kevin and Bean show that's going on right now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. serious. I think I need to step in because it's getting ugly between Mm -hmm. Allie and Jensen. Mm -hmm. Um, What else do we have? Oh, a ton of stuff uh, to give away, including uh, your seat in an upcoming uh, episode of The Masked Singer. I think you'll enjoy that very much. We have uh, Green Day, Fallout Boy, Weezer, Interrupters tickets, the Hell Omega Tour. Tickets are on sale now for their show next summer at Dodger Stadium. You can win those. Allie, you brought some Joker screening tickets for us today? Of course. Got that as well. And the WWE Smack- SmackDown 20th anniversary at Staples Center. Hey, are you and the wife going to see that, Jensen? No, we have become very picky as to what we do, leaving the boy behind. This did not make the cut only because I uh, made her go to the L.A. County Fair last weekend so it was kind of a trade-off do you want to go to wrestling or do you want to go eat garbage at the fair Mm. i mean i can't say she did the wrong thing no she picked correctly yeah anyway you will want to go we got uh, four pack of tickets for you to win all right did i get everything uh real tv fake tv on the program yes got that as well and all sorts of uh uh, what's happening news with Allie when we return right after this on k-rock it's the kevin and bean show on k-rock one of our listeners, Allie, suggests that you need to be wrapped in bubble wrap so that whatever is uh, bringing the rest of us down doesn't catch you. I'm saying. Because everyone's hurt. Everyone. Yeah. Do you Kevin's, think Kevin's, Kevin's okay? Uh, he was hurt when he left. Okay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I can't be <laughs> <any> better. <laughs> I mean, Jensen's hurt. I'm hurt. Bugs is hurt. You're doing great. Yeah. How <laughs> dare you? You're jinxing me. I'm not Nothing gonna... can go wrong at this point. Oh. No. There's no way you can get hurt. Rest All in right. peace, Allie. 
time for our first look at what's happening here on this Wednesday morning. Kevin Avicii. Well, Tom Hanks is going to go to next year's Golden Globe ceremony knowing that he's going to win an award. Not for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which he most likely will win an award for while, while he's there. This is already decided. He is going to be the recipient of the 2020 Cecil B. DeMille Award. Yay! That's the annual award given to an individual, most often an actor or actress, who has, quote, made a lasting impact on the film industry. The last five recipients, Jeff Bridges, Oprah Winfrey, Meryl Streep, Denzel Washington, and George Clooney. Pretty good company. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not they're not wrong. No. Uh, previous awards, uh, Robert De Niro got one, mm-hmm. Spielberg, Warren Beatty. Jack Nicholson. All the legends. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought this was an interesting tidbit, that Tom Hanks is one of only two actors to win the Oscar for Best Actor in back-to-back years. Mm -hmm. The other one is Stephen Baldwin. He did it in 94 with Philadelphia and then followed it up in 95 with Forrest Gump. And was nominated the following year for Apollo 13, but didn't win. Crazy. Yep. Crazy. Thank you, Mr. Know-It-All. Do you know who the other actor is that has won back-to-back? Um, He's an old. Oh, he's an old? Yeah. And honestly, I didn't, if I'm being completely honest right now. You didn't know who it was? um, I thought he was a comic book guy. Okay. Like, I thought it was someone in a comic book. I didn't know he was a real human. Clark Kent. Bobo. Nope, not Bobo. <laughs> it is uh, Spencer Tracy. Oh, legend. I. Why did I think he was, like, just a fake person? No. Does it sound like Dick Tracy? May- yeah, oh, maybe. that's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you just walked me through my insanity. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> he was a huge star in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Was in 100 movies. He's... Well, I mean, well, I watched a lot of... in the 60s, he was in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. It's a mad, 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 mad world. Mm-hmm. I, I watched a lot of TCM, so I, I love okay. Spencer Tracy. That's... I did not know that. Yeah. So there, there you have it. A little tidbit for you. So, this uh, Demi Moore book. Yeah. Wow. 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 By the way, it uh, came out yesterday. It is called Inside Out. We've heard so far some stuff about um, Ashton Kutcher, threesomes, how she found out that he was cheating on her when he went bowling with her daughter and then met a girl bowling. Mm -hmm. And then she read about it in People. Not a good situation. But in the book, um, she apologizes to a young actor at the time named John Cryer. They were in a movie together called No Small Affair in 1984. And she said that she basically deflowered him. She took his virginity, but it was a weird time in her life, and she she wasn't real nice, she says. And she says, it pains me to think of how callous I was with his feelings, that I stole what could have been such an important and beautiful moment from that him. That is funny. It's not that funny. Here's the thing. Um, John Cryer doesn't, doesn't blame her for making that assumption, but um, incorrect. Um, he said, here's his quote. Well, the good thing about this is she doesn't have to feel bad about it anymore. Because while I'm sure she was totally justified making that assumption based on my skill level and the stunned <laughs> look on my face at the time, I had actually lost my virginity in high school. <laughs> He's like, nope, I was just bad. I was just bad at the sex. That is awesome. John Cryer so much. He did say, but she's right on the other part. I was over the moon for her during a very troubled time in her life. I've nothing but affection for her and not a regret in the world. 
What a classy dude, right? Very much so. Yes. And admitted he was bad at the boning. Mm-hmm. Just big. It's big. Um, a big day yesterday for Phoebe Waller-Bridge, the creator star of Emmy-winning Amazon original Fleabag. The day after she wins a zillion Emmys, I believe is what she won, Amazon Studios said, hey, uh, want to ink an overall deal? So she did. She is uh, signed up for about three years. They haven't given the exact amount, but most reports are saying it's about $20 million a year for old Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Now, a dumb question here, because I don't know how TV works. Uh, does that is that the does that include the cost to make the show, or nope. is that just what they're oh, no, paying that's her? Just her nope, salary. that's just her. Yeah. Unlike the music business, they do not pay you for your budgets. It's wow. just that's separate. Yeah, she's, she's doing all right, Phoebe Waller Bridge. I would say, and she's got an HBO show come out too, and a little show called Killing Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, and Bond, yep. and she punched up the script for James Bond, yeah. Yeah. and she. Uh, in a Star Wars movie, you guys. Right. I mean. She's on top of the world. Good Lord. Good for her. All right. Some birthdays for you guys. Some good ones today. Donald Glover, Will Smith, Mark Hamill, Michael Douglas, Catherine Zeta-Jones, which is Yep. Still strange. Yep. Awesome that two married people can have the same birthday and then they just have to have one cake. What? I'm screaming. Are you... And uh, rapper T.I. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I am uh, unfamiliar with uh, Cecilia Watson, who wrote this article on texting, but I see that she is the author of a book that I already pre-ordered called Semicolon, The Past, Pet, Present, and Future of a Misunderstood Mark. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I, I didn't know that she's going to become your hero so quickly. <laughs> she wrote a whole book on the semicolon, you guys. Woo. So I am telling you, I love her. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to pay a great deal of attention to what she has to say. Here's the headline. How do you text unpacking the battle between raindrop and waterfall texters. Now, mm-hmm. uh, Jensen, I know you and Allie were discussing this off-air yesterday, so um, why don't one of you describe what a raindrop is versus what a waterfall is? Uh, why don't you pick yours first? I mean, we could do this as like a, kind of like a trial almost. Well, I am I am more of a waterfall texter. That mm-hmm. means that you just send a chunk of a message. Let's call it a novel. Uh, that's, I would that's say how it novel. looks, and that's how long it takes to read. Because if I'm just answering a simple question, I'll just write a few words. Mm-hmm. But a waterfall texter, they they put it out there. It's fine. Everything's good. As opposed to the 17 notifications you get from Jensen, which mm-hmm. are like three words, then two words, then, oh, by the way, next text. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, next text. Like, just put it in one text, Jensen. Because if there is one thing everyone likes, it's long-winded. People love long-winded writing. Um, here's the thing, though. Instead of sending 20 texts that you could do in one, mm-hmm. why are you sending 20? Why are you making my notifications go off? Then I start to answer one of your texts, mm-hmm. but you're still writing another text. Your Honor, I'd which, like to approach the bench. Which disturbs the flow of the conversation. Uh, uh, Bean, I'd like to talk to you. Yes, I, I will allow it. Okay. Yeah, Bean, you're, uh, something's very wrong with yeah, your Yeah, I just heard that distortion. That was yep. weird. Uh, I, number one, I'm, I'm offended by a lot of the things that she said mm-hmm. in her opening argument. But what I do want to... You don't ex- like the truth. What I do want to explain to you... You can't handle the truth. I believe that people who have their notifications on and their rings or dings or whatever it is are also monsters. I, I, for the, I agree. I, for the past, uh, I don't know, eight years, nine years, have had my phone on complete silence. No vibration, no, no touch. I just look at it when I need to look at it, mm-hmm. Okay. 
I believe that when someone writes an entire novel, they're breaking up with you. That's the only way I think that you should write more than two sentences per text message. The rest of them, text messages, are supposed to be, you know, like train of thought. Like you're supposed to be able to quickly almost improv these thoughts out. Mm -hmm. Texting isn't emailing. Those are two completely different things. What you're doing is emailing. I'm thinking in quickness, hey, this, this, this. And then you look and you read it just in, you know, sequence. That's it. What you do is you read it and you go, this is, I don't want to read a novel. I don't want to, this could be done quicker. Mine uh, is never over three sentences. However, but a lot of I people will, do, just so it's out I there. Will, I will look at my phone and go, 76 messages. Oh, Jensen's just going to tell me about a TV show he just watched. <laughs> but I don't understand why. Have you seen this? Next text. Wow. Next test. Seriously, this show? Wow. But Next why, text. But really why good. Does, why does the amount of them, bo- why would it bother anyone? You still read them the same way. I think it's her notifications. I think that's what's driving her but crazy. But you're talking about the sound? I don't usually have sound on. I don't I think she it. does either. Yeah, we don't, don't have it on much, so we're not around her. I so what she says, she'll... We're, we're in a conversation, right. and I go to write back about something, mm-hmm. and, and I'm then already you're again. already writing the next thing, and then I'm like, wait, this is in reference to eight texts ago. Well, I'm answering that I'm question. I'm sorry I think faster than you. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but, Allie, let me, let me ask you this, because I have sent you uh, stories in the past mm-hmm. uh, for what's happening or something that I just think you'll be interested in and you are the queen of too long didn't read because you don't yeah. want to get you don't want to get deep into the weeds with a, a long conversation isn't that how and by the way i don't have a preference here i'm just playing devil's advocate here isn't that kind of how a super long text comes across is ah how do I, I don't want to have to wade through all of this. Isn't it easier in bite-sized chunks? I can't imagine, because um, I don't send huge novels. I'll send like two to three sentences. But I imagine if you get a text that looks like a huge paragraph, you're like, oh, what did I do yeah, wrong? Yeah, it's a problem. Like, you, you feel something like wrong. something's yeah, definitely exactly. wrong. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Well, then I, I, my case is, I rest my case. <laughs> I don't know. I just won, I guess. But instead, with you, I could find out something's wrong in 74 messages. <laughs> and I'd rather get it in just one shot. Uh, listen, I will once again defend. No mm-hmm. one should have their tones, their rings on. We all have cell phones. Mm-hmm. It'd be very annoying if everyone had their sounds on. Off. It, also, if you, if we, I can hear you typing with those... I mean, honestly, you oh, should be put to death. Those, yeah, those you should people be, should die. You should be put to death. Yeah. I, I am saying, what would be the issue of looking down and seeing that someone has written a lot of times? I don't even see where the negative is other than the idea that it doesn't look like I'm scolding you for something you did wrong. Also, it doesn't look pretty. I think that's a lot of it. Like my, it needs to look kind of. I'm a little type A when it comes to certain things. Maybe it's it just doesn't look good. Well, also Kevin is one of the. Uh, he's not here. Rest in peace. But uh, he finds it very offensive that I do it. He hates it. But really? that's because well, that's this because is he, a conversation you've had. Yes. Oh my because God. he can't oh, think fast enough. Because he can't type or think fast mm-hmm. enough in order to respond. So he's like, while you're coming up with a second point. I'm still a point behind. See, I agree with that. Not that I'm um, as slow as Kevin, but I'm also trying to address the first point. But you've already moved on to six points. Absolutely. If you want to defend Kevin's brain powers, absolutely. You go ahead. Because that's probably a good argument. Poor guy Uh, isn't even here to defend his brain. Well, R.I.P. Kevin. Let me ask you guys this. Does it matter what uh, what the subject of the text is based on whether you decide to be a raindrop or a waterfall? No, because she's saying if I like a TV show. Then I mm-hmm. put, you know, three or four. Whoa, good scene. All right, awesome. Like, I, I'll do that a lot. <laughs> I do sound like Jimmy Olsen when I'm doing that. But but I do write like, yeah, very cool or whatever. And I'll do it over in a row because I'm, I want you to have real time. I feel like texting is real time. 
That's how I feel. I feel that emails are long, drawn out. But see, you also feel they're real time because you are very on top of text. Yes. Some people aren't. So True. some people will look at your text and go, wait, what happened five hours ago? I As also, opposed to you, you are quick. If you text, you respond immediately. I also type fast. These uh-huh. are all, I, in my opinion, these are all strengths. Uh, sounds like a humble brag to me, is what it sounds like. No, just like. a brag. Just a brag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> straight Not up. humble at all. <laughs> Nothing humble about Text it. Text fast. I'm on top of it. I respond to you. I, I tell you things I'm thinking. Here's, Ooh, this is, here's, what an what a ideal partner. One and, last and question. And nobody likes you, Jensen. Oh, That's what we're right. learning here. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> but one last thing. Yes. If you're like in, like before your wife, in a relationship with mm-hmm. someone, and you're arguing about something... And you keep sending messages. Yes. Don't you think every single time they see the dot, 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 and then another thought, dot, 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 they're getting more and more angry at you? I don't have any friends. Okay. All right. (laughs) It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for, you know, with the new fall season here just debuting this week on the networks, it's time for Fake TV, Real TV. Do you think it's fake? Talking about TV. Do you think it's real? Talking about TV. Do you think it's fake or real? One thing's for sure, there's too much TV. That's right. Fake TV or real TV. Oh, what can it be? One thing is for sure, there is too much TV. That's right, Omar. There is too much TV. And these days when you drive in Los Angeles and you see billboards for TV shows that are on, you know, the Sci-Fi Network or Amazon or any of these networks you don't even know exist, Mm -hmm. you have to question, are they just putting photos and names up there? They're not even real. So what I did is I took some synopsis, some descriptions of TV shows that really are debuting on television. uh, And then I made some up. Okay. And I'm just okay. going to read you one, and you tell me if it's one that I've actually pulled off of the internet as a synopsis, or one that I just made up out of nowhere. Okay. I do know that when we played this game a couple of weeks ago, a lot of the uh, most of the ones that turned out to be real are things I had never even heard of. Correct. Like I don't even know how you get a new show off the ground anymore. How do you even get eyes on it? I have no idea, but I'm about to prove to you that it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. All right. Pure. Pure name of the show follows several teen girls at a purity retreat who participate in a secret ritual and start seeing a supernatural entity the girls need to focus on the unleashed demon as well as their overpowering father's expectations for their sexuality the show is called pure is that real or is it fake um i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say no okay and then i'm gonna add no okay so you're a no Mm -hmm. i'm a no yeah you're not clear but no that's a no for me, okay. Don. Um, I, I'd watch that movie. Sure. I don't know if it could sustain a bunch of episodes, but I feel like it could be a real premise. So, yes. You think it's real? Yeah. It's real. <gasps> it's currently on Hulu, part of an anthology series, a larger thing called Into the Dark, but the series is called Pure. Wow. It's real. Bean. 
I, I'm stunned, and okay. I, I hope it gets canceled. Real show. Wow. <laughs> I hope their livelihoods are ruined. Yeah, I hope everyone who works on it, including Key Grips, is fired and can't find a new gig. All right. It, just, it sounds terrible. I'm sorry. Well, who would know? Because there's too much TV. <laughs> right. All right. Friday Night Lights former QB1 Scott Porter is back on the small screen alongside Dulé Hill in Partners, Ooh. a procedural police dramedy set in Boca Raton, Florida, a retirement community that might be known not be, not be known for its crime, but after a string of robberies and assaults, the duo is focused on finding who or what is behind the recent string of unpleasantries. Partners. Um, it's called M- Partners. Mugs, you want to play? Yeah. Real or fake? That sounds like a good show on Fox. So, yeah, I'm going to go real. Okay. I'm going to say I have no idea whether it's real or not, but I love both of those actors, Dulé Hill and Scott Porter. Mm-hmm. I and I'm and So I am shipping it, and I'm going to say uh, real just because I want it to be real. I feel like Dulé Hill is like, I'm so sick of partnering up with these white dudes. Uh, <laughs> I am out. So, mm-hmm. therefore, I, too, think it's fake. It is fake. That's something yeah. I just made up out of nowhere. Wow. But Scott Porter and Dulé Hill would be good together. I mean, both of these guys want to watch it. Again, yeah. any yeah. network executive it. who listens to K-Rock in the mornings, mm-hmm. this feature is not just fun to play. <laughs> yeah. You could buy any of these ideas from me. They are all available to purchase. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. I'm, uh, I'm 0 for 2, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm 2 and 0. <laughs> all right. When Jack Hansen won the lottery in 2009, he figured $120 million would last a lifetime. Now, 10 years later, he's broke, selling off the outlandish items he purchased during the spending spree and selling weed to high school kids to survive. Craig Robinson will play Jack in a show that's called Jack's Pot. (laughs) (laughs) Is this real or fake? Fake TV or real TV. Allie, why don't you go first on this one? I mean, I would watch the hell out of that and I want it to be real, but I feel like it's too good and and networks aren't good anymore with good ideas and titles. Right. I think that came from your stupid brain. Well, you, so I, well, I think it's fake. Okay. I agree with every word my colleague has expressed. It's too good to be true. I would watch the hell out of it. Great star, great premise, great title, but fake. Mugs? You guys are a bunch of non-believers. I'm going to go real. I love mugs, but that is fake. Oh, uh, sell it, dude. Jack's pot is something I had just out Need of my it. own mind. Need it. And oh, I should God. sell it. But how funny would it be to see Craig Robinson out there going, all right, I bought a yacht. Yeah, amazing. Sell it. Again, amazing. Again, I'm just giving away free you ideas. You really are. Don't know why really I'm doing are. this feature. Okay, <laughs> next one. It's called Team Kaylee, spelled K-A-Y-L-I-E. After a brush with the law, teenage celebrity billionaire and selfie-obsessed influencer Kaylee Conrad is ordered by court to lead an inner-city wilderness club community service. Uh, But when she's forced outside of her comfort zone, she proves to her followers, the kids, and herself that she is more than just a pretty face. The show is called Team Kaylee. God, it's so awful. It's got to be real. It's. I hate it. I hate terrible. it. I hate everything about it. I could barely follow it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's also real. I'm going to go. I agree with Allie. It's real. Mugza? Couldn't be more in pocket with what's going on in today's pop culture. It's mm-hmm. real. That's a three win. That is a real show on Netflix. Team oh, Kaylee, everybody. Yeah. Sounds awful. I haven't missed, yo. Kaylee Conrad. I thought for sure you'd think that's a fake name. but it <laughs> No, is... it's so awful. That's why I think it's real. Her name is K-A-Y-L-I-E. How do you think Conrad is spelled? Oh, it's got to be with a K. You got it, guys. <laughs> All right, here we go. Moving on. <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. stars in this intense procedural following the dangerous world of police divers. You'll follow the officers as they submerge looking for underwater casualties and recovering evidence and bodies. 
Connick plays Officer Westhelm, a man battling the demons of his past and his undeniable expertise in this very specified emergency service. The show is called Scuba. Uh, no way in hell is Harry Connick Jr. playing a scuba diver. I'm sorry, that is fake. And isn't his name like a, a store where you buy chairs, West Elm? I mean, listen, that's Officer West Elm. Oh, West Elm. Um, I'm going. I'm going with no because it's just dumb. I'm with Bean and Allie. That, that premise would get tired. Yeah. I think it sounds like a great show because I made it up. <laughs> but it's called Scuba. <laughs> Fake TV or real TV? Oh, what can it be? Okay. All right, here we go. When former Princeton music professor Arthur Cochran, played by Bradley Whitford, unexpe- unexpectedly stumbles into choir practice at a small town church, he finds an oddball group of singers that is out of tune in more ways than one. His expertise in the singer's quirky ways may just be the perfect mix to reinvent and rediscover a little happiness just when they need it most. It's called Perfect Harmony. <laughs> Muggs, you're up first. Right on the CW perfect fit. Yes, real. Allie? It's definitely a Hallmark movie that I've seen, mm-hmm. um, and their voices together did save Christmas. I feel like this could be real. Um, Bradley Whitford is hot. His stock is high again as a result of The Handmaid's Tale. I don't think he's going to waste his Hollywood currency on what sounds like a terrible show. I'm going to say fake. It's real. Perfect Harmony starts <laughs> next week. Yeah. Come on. Fake TV or real TV. Good one. All, right. All right, last one. Former Angie Tribeca star Hayes MacArthur stars as Greg in Mr. Mom, a brand new television reboot of the 80s Michael Keaton movie where roles are reversed when Greg's wife lands her dream job, leaving him at home to take care of their kids. With no prior experience, he must balance their busy schedules and keep everything running smoothly, which will prove to be quite difficult. It's called Mr. Mom. I feel like this has been done 18 times. Um, Real or fake? I'm going to go fake. I'm going to go fake as well. I'm going to go real because it's the time of remakes and reboots. Okay, here we go. It's real. But more importantly... Almost undefeated. More importantly, it airs on a network called Voodoo, which I still don't think is real. (laughs) Oh, that's not fair. That's That's cheating. That's not real. Voodoo. (laughs) Fake TV or real TV. Oh, what can it be? K-Rock. I'm just going to say, spoiler alert, this one has a happy ending, Allie. A very happy ending. Yeah, a lot of people uh, might have seen this story because it's, it, quite frankly, it's pretty unbelievable. But it shows what lengths you will go to to find your family member. And that family member is a little dog named Katie, a seven-year-old border collie. This is a couple that was visiting uh, Montana. They had gone to an event and left their dog in a little dog-friendly hotel. Apparently during the night, they think something might have spooked Katie. And if you know anything about border collies, they're smart. Very smart. They're going to figure out how to get out of that hotel room, which is what Katie did. 
So they get back to the hotel and they're like, uh, our dog is gone. They did everything possible. They went on a desperate search throughout all the neighboring towns. There's wilderness all around. They did everything from night vision goggles to animal tracking cameras. They brought horse manure in from their farm in Spokane. They left t-shirts everywhere that maybe Katie would smell, something like that, and come back. It was, the people in the town were like, it looked like there was a crime scene with Mm -hmm. how much they did to get their dog back. I'm sorry. Look, I love dogs. I'm giving Linus 45 minutes to get back to the car and then I'm leaving without (laughs) him. Okay. (laughs) That is not true. We know that. But in total, 57 days they searched for this dog. In the meantime, Carol had to go back to her work and say, listen, I need more time. And they're like, "Yeah, no, it's the summer. Yeah. You're a postal worker. We kind of need you out there on your route. And she gave her notice and said, my dog is more important, went back to Montana and started looking again. And finally, after 57 days, little Katie was spotted under a tree. She had lost 15 pounds. She was dirty. She was dehydrated. But she saw Katie and she yelled for her and Dog she was like, bitch, up. I left you. Get out of here, man. <laughs> what, do, what do I have to do? What do I got to do? <laughs> Come on, man. I got, I got 50-something days free. Katie uh, looked up a little nervous, a little scared, realized it, it was her mama, and just ran full speed and jumped into Carol's arms, and it was a beautiful reunion. But it got us thinking about what lengths you have gone to to find, whether it's a family member, an ex-girlfriend, a jacket, could be a (laughs) ring, could be something as dumb, like a camera. Mm -hmm. Just you go to insane lengths to find something. I bet that there are people, especially those who are in search of uh, their quote-unquote real parents. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're adopted and then they find out that they've got a parent out there. Or they've got a sibling out there or something like that. I bet there are people who have kind of dedicated their lives to tracking that person sure, down. Sure, sure. You know? Um, 57 days, though. Yeah. Look, a dog is a family member and I get the love. But, I mean, they were setting up night vision cameras and oh, everything yeah. else. I mean, they there's nothing they didn't think of to find this dog. We told a story a while back mm-hmm. about someone who set up, like, a truck outside their house with, like, a certain smell at all times. And it would move around mm-hmm. different parts of the city hoping that their dog would smell that food. And they were able to find their dog, too. Yeah, that's what they did with different clothes. They even brought the horse maneuver manure from their farm, thinking it would like smell that horse's poop and be like that's that's the horse i know at that's home. what katie was trying to get away from by the way she yeah, hated that horse that's actually my kink which sucks <laughs> uh, <laughs> so wait okay i lost a cat years ago uh, i was living in hollywood and it's like right where the coyotes come down from the hills i was yeah. like on a flatland so i kind of know now what happened to him but i mean after like two weeks I mean, I hope my cat is coming back. Mm-hmm. But right. you, you sort of are like, yeah. there's no way. Yeah, this you've, woman, had, you've run out of options it, at that point. Yeah. It, she said she never lost hope. That's never. amazing. Good for yeah. her. When it gets to almost two months and yeah. you're still out there. I mean, I'm sorry. At that point, you think one of two things. Either, God forbid, the dog died somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or... You hope that the dog was just, you know, came up, showed up on somebody's yard and they adopted him. And right. now he's got a new family. I mean, that's kind of what you hope for at that point, right? Being yeah. all those animals that you had, you've never run into a story like this where you had to search forever? No. Hmm. 
No, I mean, I never I never really lost one. I mean, I had my donkey get out once, and I had to go find him, but it only took a few minutes. That's a euphemism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, this is a remarkable story. And, and you're right, Allie. I bet there are things that people have lost that they have also gone to extraordinary lengths to try to get back. I mean, if you, uh, you know, I was moving across the country one time when I moved from Maryland to Arizona, and they lost a ton of my stuff. Yeah, and I spent a considerable amount of time trying to get it to track them down, to track that stuff down. Never showed up again. But at some point, you just have to give up. You just <sighs> run, you just run out of options. I always feel like I'm the guy who searches for something and then never finds it. I don't think I've ever had that celebratory. Oh, all right, like yeah. I I look look and then it's just gone. So what you're saying is you still haven't found what you're looking for. Okay, we should file that. But yeah, you too. You feel that way. Oh, double file. I have since New Year's Day. Okay. Oh, holy moly. I mean, that wasn't great. It's not a beautiful day when you guys do this crap. Oh, no. Okay. okay. You're giving me vertigo with all these dub titles. Okay, one more. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> all right, we'll end it there. What have you gone to extraordinary lengths to find? That is the topic. 1-800-520-1067. And guys, we know that a lot of you still haven't found it. So. Right, yes. <laughs> no need to call in. We get I, it. Every night I try, though. <laughs> All right, so is it a pet? Is it a person? Is it an object? What did you look for and found, right? That's what we want to know. You got to, uh, has to have a happy ending? Has to, ha- they have to have found it or no? I mean, if you've been looking for something for eight or ten years and you still haven't found it, I'm still down to hear about it. Okay, all right. 1-800-520-1067. We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. A couple loses their dog on holiday in Montana, spends 57 days and nights looking for the little pup, and then they find her. Thank God. A, a happy ending. Our yeah. to- topic this morning here on the Kevin and Bean Show is what's the extreme time and effort that you put into finding something? Could be a person, could be a pet, could be an object. Taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067. I think Fred has a great call to get us started here. Uh, Fred's joining us on K-Rock right now. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how y'all doing? Great. Okay, I... Uh... Long story as short as I can, uh, my wife and I adopted two children, and they're now teenagers. So out of curiosity, we did the DNA 23andMe testing mm-hmm. just to find out their ancestry. And we did it as a family. And three weeks ago, my wife gets a notification from somebody in Michigan, and it turns out she has a half-brother. And we have been in phone contact with him. He has been searching since he was probably a teenager. He just turned 61. So he's been searching for close to 40 years to see where his parents came from. uh, Because, you know, adoptions, everything is sealed. He had no way to trace his roots. And now after 61 years, he found out he has three sisters. Now, so did your wife sisters. did your wife know that she had a half brother somewhere? Absolutely no clue. Oh. Whoa, whoa! So this only became possible because you uploaded your info to Twenty Three and Me. Correct. That's amazing. Wow. And is she is she stoked about it? Like, is that something like, or is it just weird? He flew out from Michigan uh, Saturday. He mm-hmm. was here for the weekend, and they met face to face for the first time. Saturday afternoon. And are they going to keep in touch? Like, this is a new, like, relationship? Like, they, does oh, it, did absolutely. it seem, did it seem like they were brother-sister? Yeah. The, 
the photos of the father, which they have in connection, mm-hmm. uh, are pretty uncanny. He definitely looks like his father. Wow. And my wife also has very strong family resemblance to the father. You know, it was it's almost eerie. She's still trying to sort it all out because uh, some of the mannerisms, the thought patterns, it's just, you know, kind of like twins. Mm-hmm. You get those certain feelings of relationships and stuff like that. And the two of them are starting to share that. Uh-huh. So we're working now to get a kind of family reunion together so he can meet his other half-sisters. I still haven't found a, a sock I've been looking for for years in my washing machine, and this yeah. guy finds a, a family relative after 45 years. That's Unbelievable. Amazing. Well, thank you, Fred, for calling in. Let's move on to Diamond uh, in La Puente. Line six. Line six. Diamond, you there? Hey, guys. Hello. What have you <laughs> lost and tried to find? It wasn't me, actually. It was my mom. Mm-hmm. She couldn't find for like 15 years her birth certificate, her citizenship paperwork, and my dad's paperwork from when he was in the Air Force. This seems like a and bigger then... problem now, uh, <laughs> considering where you could be sent. Uh, yeah, so how long had she been looking? She was looking for like 15 years, 15, oh 20 gosh. years. And then when my grandmother died, so her mother-in-law, like two years ago, mm-hmm. we found that my grandmother hid all of it. <gasps> hid all of it? She was hiding it. Why? Why? What is the reason? I can't we, even come up with a reason. We have, we have no idea. Oh, my God. This this woman yeah. sounds awful. You've, what if you guys <laughs> got sent to some detention center because of it? Yeah, we have no idea why, but... Well, you should we lose her. It. Well, she, she died. Oh, okay, good. So, congrats. All, I think it's what Jensen's saying. Good God. <laughs> Thank you, Diamond. I'm happy you guys found it. Let's move to Alex in Los Angeles. Alex, what did you lose and what have you been trying to find? Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. So, um, I'm going to try and make this short. About two years ago, I'll go, I'll go back 15 years ago, a little more than that. When I was a little boy, my grandma... She gave me a parrot as a child, and this parrot was a little pink parrot, and I raised him as a baby. He's grown up with my family. Mm. Fifteen years later, I'm living in Marina Del Rey. I have this nice big cage I would put in his, in my front porch area in the summertime. My, all my neighbors would greet him. He talks to the neighborhood. My mom had a daycare. The little kids would come around and talk to him. And you had had this parrot for 15 years. 15 years already, mm-hmm. so he's a, he's a full-grown parrot. And so I'm sitting in my in my living room one morning when I hear my parrot scream. He does this 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 terrible scream, and, and I know something's wrong when I hear him scream. Sure. I look out my door, and I see his cage door open, and I run out my front porch, and I just see this black truck burn out, take off down my street. Wait, you, you, I, so you wait, believe your parrot was stolen? It was like a home invasion for the parrot? Somebody jumped my front gate, ran up either with gloves or a blanket, and viciously took my parrot out of his cage and jumped back into a truck and took uh, off. Wait, so, I mean, what does he have to do with my, Is he a pirate? What, what would he even have to do with this parrot? <laughs> well, my, it's, it, he's a, my family member. He's my, my yeah. mom. He's been there throughout my entire childhood life. So I, I just, the first thing I thought of is I ran inside, ran my car keys, I jumped in my car, and I tried chasing his truck. But by the time I got in my car, I didn't know if this truck made a left or right, jumped yeah. on the free. Um, I called the cops. The cops kind of laughed about it. Sure. Said, well, all we can do is just write up a report. 
So I did the impossible to locate my parrot back. I mean, this happened on a Tuesday, and I didn't sleep one minute of the of the days of the weeks that came. Yeah, yeah. And so what did you do to I, find him? Well, I stayed up. Uh, I went to Crenshaw, Inglewood, Hopper. I must have put up over 5,000 flyers. I put the word out. A couple friends from the media, they put the word out. I had Channel 9 come over, Channel 7, Channel 11. Okay, I was okay. Like, okay. Yes, 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 yes. We know all the channels. How did right, you finally so get him? And, and, I ended up jumping on my Harley on a Saturday morning, and I drove down downtown L.A., and I started walking block after block. I think I walked, like, 30 miles. Imagine what kind of shoes were you wearing? Just for the record, imagine (laughs) all the things the parrot says repeating him. Right. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Okay. And he's my fool. Did you find the parrot? You have 10 seconds to finish. How did you find him? I ended up going into this kiosk. I ended up in the back door, and across the street, I found this hole-in-the-wall pet shop. And sure enough, in a a rabbit cage, my parrot was in this cage, and I approached the guys, the vendors. When I told them the cops were coming, the guys just took off. I think they must have been illegal. They just took off the shop on their own. And they were like, we know it's you because this parrot won't stop talking. (laughs) Oh, uh, the first thing I did is... It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Whoa. Wow. wow, it's like Chip came back from the dead. Hmm. I, 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 Chip's, I didn't Chip's alive, by the way. R.I.P. Chip? Just, no. no, she's no, I mean, very I, much alive. I get that you think her spirit's here and stuff, but. Did you dead. see the photos that she was posting yesterday of uh, how evil Mr. Pickles looks, though? I mean, <laughs> I feel that like is the most evil down. cat, but it felt even more sinister yesterday. <laughs> yes, yes. And by the way, uh, Mr. Pickles is about weighs about the same as Chip. So, yeah. I mean, that, that is a uh, that's a tough fight to call if they get into it. Allie, what's happening on this Wednesday? Well, great news for people that are um, wanting to try plant-based menu options or that are just all in on it. Disney's U.S. theme parks are about to get more than 400 dishes made without animal meat, dairy, eggs, or honey. They'll arrive early next month at Florida's Walt Disney World and in early 2020 at our own Disneyland here in Anaheim. Some menu items include cauliflower tacos, fried tofu, and carrot gnocchi. Yummy. You know, I know there are lots of reasons why people are going away from uh, from eating meat. Uh, one is um, uh, for health reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, another is for a- uh, animal welfare concerns. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I'll tell you what has to be moving up in the ranks right now is the uh, the effects of climate change. I mean, it, ca- it it takes so much less to eat a vegetable than it does to eat a, a burger. You know what I mean? In terms of how much land has to be used, how much water has to be used. I mean, it really is it makes a significant difference in helping us save the planet if we can even eat a little less meat every week everything is pointing to eating beyond meat that is that every every angle so yeah it's a little expensive still beyond Mm. meat but it sure is good it is good and impossible isn't that the other one yeah yeah both very good beyond and impossible and some of these veggie based options are are really getting to be good Mm. you know so i'm i'm very encouraged in the direction that we're going for a lot of reasons then I guess you won't be needing this sausage. He said at the end of that. <laughs> uh, so Miranda Kerr uh, did an interview in May with New Beauty, but fans are just picking up on some of the juicier observations. I'm screaming. In this article, um, she says, I have the EMF, the electromagnetic field detector that picks up waves in the air. I've had my whole house checked by a professional. 
She said she also has the stickers you put on the back of your phone for radiation. And she turns off all the power except for the refrigerator and security cameras at night. She has alkaline water filters so she can get the pH out of her water. She said you don't want to be going um, too alkaline because you do need a little stomach acid to digest your food. But um, her her whole house apparently, um, she feels it's it's a lot safer. Uh-huh. All right, let me say two things. One mm-hmm. is she has the EMF. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't file it. It's I love good. it. Yep. I love it. And number two is this is uh, Michael <laughs> Michael McKeon's character in Better Call Saul mm-hmm. who claims to be allergic to electricity and right. keeps everything turned off all the time because he thinks there are vibrations in this, you know, as a result of the electronics. Right. That are dangerous. Here's the thing. Um... Do I think that we will find out at some point that cell phones did have some issue, like maybe giving us cancer? I mean, we've kind of already heard that. Uh, But it, it, yeah. Mm -hmm. But turning off everything at night except for your fridge and some security cameras? Yeah. uh, Maybe you'll live an extra day? I I just feel like... Might not be worth it. um, Not worth it. And I feel like a lot of these companies that sell these products... Do it because they know you're scared and they Mm -hmm. know that you're going to buy it and they're going to keep scaring you into buying more stuff. And I think it's just a a bad cycle. Allie, are you concerned about radiation? Did you say radiation? She has a radiation meter on her phone? Uh, Stickers you put on the back of your phone for radiation. Are you concerned about that? Um, No. No, I mean there are people who have brain tumors just exactly where their cell phones would mm-hmm. be. Like, I mean that has been proven. But then wouldn't we all have a brain no, tumor? No, some people exactly where our some phone people is? get it, some people don't. Same way that smoking gives cancer to some people and not to others. I, I mean, it's just another risk. I will tell you that I sleep with my cell phone under my pillow, mm-hmm. oh. and I feel like that is a stupid no, ass thing probably to do. Totally fine. No, honestly. Why do you do that? Why don't you have a, a nightstand right next to you? Because like I where you asleep. keep your vibrator? Because I fall <laughs> What? I fall asleep listening to music and I have it right there under my pillow. And I listen to listen to music as so I So you asleep. listen to muffled music under your pillow as <laughs> no, opposed he to likes to, he likes to imagine <laughs> the singers being choked out and killed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't want to get into the details of this, but most of the phone is under the pillow, and then the little speaker part is just outside the pillow, so I hear the music fine. Then why al- is it there? Because I also want it to be nearby when my alarm goes off in the morning uh-huh. to make sure that I don't miss that. So Small I point there. Does the alarm vibrate? Uh, no, I just have it just plays the chipmunk song. But my Okay, point- so right next to you on a table, you'd hear it better. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is I like to have the music close up to me while I'm falling asleep. My point is not the music. My point is I'm sleeping with a cell phone under my pillow, uh-huh. and I think I agree with Jensen that it's pro- it, there's a very good chance that that's super bad oh, for me. absolutely. But I can't give up the convenience of it and the ha- habit The convenience of, of not moving it a foot away <laughs> to where you'll not only hear it better, but you will hear your alarm better. He likes to see. He likes to imagine Alvin, Simon, and Theodore are in his ear. Uh, that like, might be it. Like actually inside. That's right. I, I, in high school, I used to drive with my cell phone, you know, which was a different, it was like a large unit. Mm-hmm. I used to put it 
like sort in between of, your legs. Yeah, yeah. While driving, and yeah. that's not good. I mean, thank Ad- God I, I had a kid. And Adler's Adler, here, sick as hell, but sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, that worked out. Yeah, no, that worked out. I, I think you're right, Allie. That we there's a lot that's going to come out about what cell phones have done, to, and they're pro- we're probably rewiring the human brain as a result of all of this next to us. Yeah, remember that story? Cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. You remember that story where kids are getting like another bone in their head yes. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. which one? Yes. Not even really being true. It's true to me though. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> I'll keep repeating it. I'm just saying, people are going to keep making things that are going to try and give you a little peace of mind until they come up with another thing that you need to buy because they're trying to freak you out more. I think you're right, but I also think Miranda Kerr, which is where this whole thing started, mm-hmm. is hot enough that yeah. she is allowed to be crazy. Yeah, okay. good luck. You, you want to keep her safe. Yeah, good luck being an uggo and doing all that stuff. Right. No one exactly. will put up with it. Like, I gotta get out of here. Her being hot, everyone's like, yeah, she's got a small point. <laughs> oh my God, no. Just the fridge on at night totally makes sense. Yeah, Miranda. no, this is all very no, cool. I totally get it. Yeah, you're definitely living longer. Yeah. If it was an uggo, I'd be like, get out of here. What? I don't want to ever see you again. You both are from hell. I just want to state that on the record. Did you put that on the record? Done. Thank you. Some birthdays for you. Michael Douglas, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Mark Hamill, Will Smith, T.I., and Donald Glover. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bowlinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. How about some Bean Makes Us Guess? Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Bean is a dick. Pretty dope, man. Just wanna tell ya. I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for Bean Makes Us Guess. Yes. Usually I have some sort of a feeling as to who might have an advantage among our contestants for Bean Makes This Guest, but I think you guys are all equally likely to win this game because everyone has experienced everything on this list today because the category is the things you hate most while driving. Oh! Hmm. We've all had frustrations with what other people are doing on the road. By the way, we're perfect drivers. Yeah. But other people, they're the problem. That's what we've all learned, right? Mm-hmm. We have. So this is Ranker.com's list with over 14,000 votes of the things that you hate most while driving. That is the category for this edition of Bean Makes Us Guess. In for Kevin, who's on vacation this week, Beer Mug, you're at the head of the table. Oh, Bean. <sighs> we, are, uh, we are losing. losing yeah. Yeah. We are having, we're having some trouble. Yeah. We're right. sinking. All right, let's see how long we can do this. Uh, okay. Obviously, when the person in front of you is texting. Uh, when the person in front of you is texting, is number seven on the list. Mm. Yes, absolutely. And by the way, that is an epidemic that you see more and more of, I feel like, every single day driving around. Mm-hmm. All right, Jensen, you're up next. Uh, I'm going to say uh, honking. Isn't that interesting? Honking, not on the list. No. Not on the list of 35. I mean, it things. is annoying, no? I I guess it just doesn't. I just thought erroneous noises. All right. Yeah. All right. Honking. I mean, I, look. I don't disagree that it uh, it should, maybe should be on this list. It is not, though. All right. According to Ranker. All right. I mean, Allie, you're texting chance- and honking. What about the mofo going to turtle's pace in front of you? F him. Turtle from Entourage. Turtle. I hate it when he's driving in front of me. 
He's, uh, in other words, you're saying people who drive too slow. slow. Yes. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give it to you. Uh, number two on the list is people who drive too slow in the fast lane. Well, yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's fine. Obviously. So close give to it that. To yeah. So, so why would you do that? Because then I was then I was deciding okay. to do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. One to one. Beer mug, you're up. All right. I'm going to flip Allie's uh, answer, and I'm going to go... The MFer who's tailgating my ass. Just riding your ass. Yeah. Yes, tailgating is number three on the list. Very good. You are mm. another point. Tailgaters, number three. All right, Jensen. Okay, I mean, I hate this. I feel like it might be too specific, but I'm going to say no turn signal, just like Absolutely. just getting into different lanes. Not using number, your blinker. Number nine. Uh-huh. Drivers who will not signal, number nine. Okay. Yes. And by the way, uh, further down on the list is people who just give the courtesy one click of their turn signal. As if that's enough. Oh, to, oh a to, quick, to, quick in and out. Yeah, as yeah, they're yeah. as they're merging, they hit the turn signal one time. That's later down on the list. But yeah, okay, good game going here, Allie. You're okay. Up next. Speaking of uh, using your turn signal, how about mm-hmm. people that just can't merge? Uh, dr- can't merge or won't let you merge? Won't let you merge. Number one. Ooh, wow. I, Thank you. I don't know if I agree with that being the number one. Drivers who will not let you merge. You know how frustrating it is when you're just trying to get into the flow of traffic. And, and they're just speeding up, speeding up, not letting you in that little spot. Exactly, mm. yes. Number. Look at this, you guys. You've got number one, number two, and number three already. And by the way, I, I'm just going to throw in number four because drivers who speed up when you want to change lanes. Similar. Oh, is yeah. very okay. similar to merging, yes. Okay, okay so I think you guys are nailing this. All right, Muggs, you're up. All right. When you're making a left-hand turn and the person in front of you is not scooting out into the damn intersection. Oh, that is the worst. That's my number one. I hate that. That's my number one. So annoying. Um, yeah, it's definitely on here. It's not at the top ten, but oh, it is. It is well. def, def, I definitely saw that on the list here. Yeah, yeah, that is a real frustration for sure. Mm. Uh, okay, that's my number one. Just so it's out there. Yeah, uh, hogging two lanes. Is that so too, not staying in? Yeah, your lane. staying in your in your lane. Uh, no, mm. no. Mm. Sorry to say, I see where I see where you're going with that, but no. Okay. All right, Allie McKay. Uh, what about people that run through signals? Oh, people who run lights. Mm-hmm. No. How are we not coming up with I don't more? know. There are so many good ones on this list, too, by the way. All right. Mm-hmm. Somebody cutting you off. Just cutting oh, you off. sure. Uh, yeah, cutting you off is... Um, yes, people who cut you off, number five. Nice. Okay. People who cut you off. Yeah, number five. All mm-hmm. right, good one. Mm-hmm. Jensen. Uh, no headlights on at night? Um, that is on the list, but much, much further down. Okay. Much further down. Because uh, if you flicker that, your lights at them, it's a gang initiation. Don't right. do that. Is they'll that, follow you home and they'll kill you. Is that ever really true? No. That was no, just everything happened. we heard as a kid, and never it's been never true. been true. Never okay. happened. I still think about it, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. We were forced to think that was real. Like you're in the middle of Oregon, and you see someone doesn't have their lights on. You're like, I don't know. I don't want to flip. They could be in a gang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Allie, your guess, and then we'll go around one more time. Uh, what about, I don't even know how you'd... Phrase it, but the the speed up, slow down people, speed up, slow down. They are never really going like riding the brake. Yeah, maybe brake tapper type people. Um, yes, that is on the list outside of the top ten. Uh, number fifteen drivers who constantly tap their brakes for no reason yeah, I hate is them. number fifteen. Okay. All right, final round, beer mug. Look. This is pretty specific, and I appreciate all our blue-collar workers out there, but if you're driving a cement truck or a gravel truck and you're dropping all the damn rocks onto the street and I'm driving behind you, that annoys the hell out of me. 
I would say amen. Not on the list, but I am 100% with you. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I keep thinking you got to nail that stuff down, man. Yeah, I keep getting so specific here. But you know when you're driving in a lane... Next to a guy named Jim. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and he's got a little red Mazda. <laughs> and tinted windows. Uh, okay, so you know when you're, someone's trying to park in the lane and you come to a standstill and they're oh. trying to like oh, the parallel, parallel, park, parallel park? The parallel park move... It's so specific. It can't be on the list. It's not on the list, but how else do you expect people to yeah. parallel park? I mean, they have to do it in the lane. I that's guess. The only, they take forever. But it's the only way to do it. I don't want you to park. Just go home. <laughs> Your errand <laughs> doesn't need to be done. Find a better spot is what you're saying. Yeah. All right, Allie, final guess. You know when you're driving by someone and they're in a convertible and you're like, oh my God, you're so sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you should really, you should not have a convertible, first of all. The sun is horrible for you. This one's At definitely not <laughs> Put on a hat. My God, you're just a mess. Your skin looks is, like beef jerky. Is possible skin cancer on the <laughs> list? Is melanoma on the list? No? no. Okay. And then their hair is just going right? everywhere. Right? You've got so many like... split ends. What is happening in that convertible? Chapped lips. Oh. Did, it, did anyone uh, keep score, by the way? Uh, Allie did. Uh, I did. Mugs and I both had two. Okay. All right. Here's the top 20 real fast. Uh, the, again, from Ranker.com, things you hate most while driving. A lot of very specific stuff on here. Number 20, people who merge onto the highway going less than the speed limit. Mm-hmm. Number 19, people who refuse to turn left on green, even though there's plenty of time and space. Oh. You guys have seen that where you're like, why aren't you turning left? You had more than enough room with that last round of cars, yep. right? Yep. Yep. 18, drivers at a four-way intersection who won't go on their turn. Oh, that is annoying. 17, pedestrians who don't look up when crossing the street. You know, we were thinking a lot about other drivers, yeah. but there are oh. other people on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 16, drivers who do not move to the right side of the road to make a right turn. In other words, they just make a right turn from the lane they're in. Number 15, drivers who constantly tap their brakes. Number 14, people who don't turn on their headlights at night or in the rain. Number uh, 13, cars driving slow for no reason. 12, drivers who try to get you to move out of their way when there are 10 other cars ahead of you going the same speed. Oh, those people are annoying, yeah. They're trying to get you to move, and it's not going to do them any good. Yeah. Uh, Here's one. If you've ever driven across country, you've encountered this a thousand times. Drivers who won't pull over even when there are tons of cars backed up behind them on a single lane Yes. That is God. one of the worst. Driving up to like Big Bear or Mammoth. Yes. Yeah. You're the guy with 40 cars behind you. And so you obvious. Yeah. yeah, you don't see. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number 10, drivers who cut in line on backed up off ramps. Kevin. Oh. Kevin. Number nine, drivers who won't signal. Number eight, people who don't dim their brights. You ever come across oh. those people? Yeah, that is bad. Yeah, but you know what's also bad now? Some of the lights look always like look like yeah. they're bright. I know. Like That's all right. these real expensive cars. I'm like, yeah. turn on your lights. And they're like, I'm rich. <laughs> It's a weird exchange. Weird. Uh, Number seven, other drivers texting. Number six, two cars driving side by side so you can't pass. Yeah, going the same speed limit. Exactly, yes. Uh, People who cut you off and drive slow uh, was number five. Uh, Drivers who speed up when you want to change lanes four. Then tailgaters, people driving too slow in the fast lane. And number one, as was guest drivers who won't let you merge. So I think this has been uh, not only a fun game, but very educational. If you're out there right now, don't do any of these things. Yeah, don't be an a-hole. Stay in your lane. Don't be that. Stay in your lane. Put Thank on you, some Bear sunscreen. Bean is a yeah. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. A pair of tickets to attend a live season three taping of The Masked Singer at CBS Television City in Los Angeles. Don't forget the show returns on Fox 11 tonight at 8. It's time for Kevin and Bean's Masked Singer. 
Can you recognize your favorite Kevin and Bean Show member just by their voice? That has been altered a little. Well, can you? Well, we're about to find out. This is Kevin and Bean's Mass Singer. And here is your host, Jensen Karp. Uh, guys, so it's very simple. It's just like the show, except mm-hmm. it's over radio. So what we're going to do is uh, some of your favorite personalities here at Kevin and Bean have went in and sang a song. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then our homie, Homar, mm-hmm. has went in and messed with the voices. And all you have to do is Can tell us. Can you please us, say gone in instead of went in? Could you do that just for me? No, nah, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> and so, and so, they're just, so we'll play the song, right? And then you guess. And then you guess who the person singing is. And it's just someone who's on the radio all the time. All right, so it could be uh, could be you, Jensen. It could yep. be Allie. could be Homar. could be assistant producer Christine. Yep. Your mug, me. could be anybody on the Kevin and Bean show. Um, since we're doing it for radio, I don't have to still dress like a lizard, right? I can no, just, okay. just till the end of the segment, you have to. Then you can get out I of it. I do. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so you identify the Kevin and Bean mass singer, and you are in the drawing to win tickets to be in the audience for the show. We'll take them in order. John is in Torrance. He's up first. Line one. Hey, John, how are you doing this morning? Good. How are you guys? We're great. Are and you? John, also keep in mind the song might play into the person it is. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a tip. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So listen up. Who is this Kevin Bean mass singer personality? I'm in the business of misery. Let's take you from the top. She's got a body like an hourglass that's ticking like a clock. It's a matter of time before we all run out. When I thought he was mine, she caught him by the mouth. All right. Who was that mass singer? Uh, that is your mug. No, oh, that was Dave the King of Mexico dressed as a goose. <laughs> and he loves him some Paramore, so that yeah. was the little yeah, hint that there. that was your hint. Show Sorry about that. Love. All right, thank you for playing, though. We appreciate it. Trevor, up next, Glendora, student at Cal State Long Beach. Is that go, uh, what is that, go Hurricanes? Who is that? Uh, no, that's 49ers kind of painting into the Sharks now. 49ers to Sharks. All right, well, good luck to you, sir. Listen All right, up. go Hurricanes. Hey now, you're an all-star, get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star, get the show on, get paid. All that glitters is gold, only shooting stars break the mold. All right, who is that mass singer? Uh, I'm going to take a guess and say Ali. No, no, that was me dressed as a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jensen. Nice try, though. Oh. Thank you. All right. Let's go to Becca. She's in Seal Beach, contestant number three, playing Kevin Bean's mass Singer for tickets to see the real show. Hi. Hi, Becca. All right. Who is this mass Singer? Something happens and I'm head over heels. <laughs> I never find out till I'm head over heels. Something happens and I'm head over heels. Oh, don't take my heart, don't take my heart, don't, no, don't throw it away. Who is it? I want to buy the whole uh, album. Uh, no! no! That was Allie uh, dressed as a duck. Oh. It was oh. me. I love Tears for Fears. Oh. <laughs> this, is, this is tough. Well, this is why the game su- su- succeeds on the uh, on the real show for a season. Because well said. Well said. Well yes, said. Thank you. Uh, okay. <laughs> MK, San Dimas, up next on Carrick. Line four, please. Hello. Hey. All right. Who's this mass singer? Poop diddy scoop, scoop diddy whoop, whoop diddy scoop dee poop, poop diddy scoop, scoop dee whoop, whoop diddy scoop whoop poop, poop diddy whoop scoop, poop poop, scoop diddy whoop, whoop diddy scoop, whoop diddy scoop poop. Who on the show likes poop? Who is that? 
Is it Kevin? No! Oh, oh, it's it's Omar dressed as a toilet seat. <laughs> oh, come yeah. on. Dang it. This is tough, you guys. Yeah. All right, let's see if uh, Sarah can break the streak. She's in Baldwin Park, our next contestant on K-Rock. Hey, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, Sarah, who is this mass singer? 1877 Cars for Kids. <laughs> K A R S Cars for Kids. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Yeah. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. This is terrifying. That's what I want to hear right before I die. Sarah, who is the best singer? Uh, I'm going to guess Kevin. No! That was me! Dressed as a hat. Oh. <laughs> that was me. I'm sorry to say. Um, all right, we're in sudden death now. Yeah. Sudden yeah. death. Yeah. Sorry. So if you get it right, you win the tickets for Mass Singer. Daniel, this could be you, man. East LA. You ready to play? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Who's the Mass Singer? Dear God Almighty, which way do I steer for my cheeseburger in paradise? Making the best of every virtue and vice. Worth every damn bit of sacrifice to get a cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> Weirdest radio show ever recorded. Uh, okay, who is that mass singer, Daniel? Is that Beer Mug? Yeah! yeah! It was Beer Mug dressed as a Mazda Miata. <laughs> of course, um, of course, Beer Mug is singing about a cheeseburger. By the way. <laughs> You're going to CBS Television City to see uh, the Mass Singer it's returning so at so 8 so dumb. on Fox 11 tonight. Tonight. Thanks, thanks for playing the game. Hall of Fame. Oh. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Every morning at this time, all week long here on the Kevin and Bean Show, we are hooking you up with a pair of tickets for the Hella Mega Tour at Dodger Stadium July 25th. I am proud to say, by the way, that this uh, tour was announced on our show yes. with Green Day in studio. It was. A couple of weeks ago, they're on the bill with Weezer, Fallout Boy, and fortunately for us, the Interrupters, four great bands on one big day. Tickets are on sale now, or you can win them right now at 1-800-520-1067. The game is called Hella Yeah or Hella No. You want to go to the Hella Mega Tour? These six can be yours for sure. Whoa, whoa. It's the Hella Mega Tour. Hella Mega Tour. Hella yeah or hella no. That's all you have to know. Whoa, whoa. If you want tickets to the show, just a reminder, here's how it goes. Or hella no. Okay, thank a hella you. yeah. Or hella no. Whoa, whoa. Thank, thank you, God Omar. for that reminder. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Omar. Uh, we're out of time, but we were oh, going to no. get away. That's too bad. Miss Alan McKay, you yeah. are hostess for the game. What's mm -hmm. going on? I'm going to read you a fun fact about one of the bands playing in the Hella Mega Tour. It could be about Weezer, could be about Fall Out Boy, could be about Green Day. Okay. Is it real or is it not? If it's a real fun fact, you say, hella yeah. And if it's fake, you say, hella no. Hella yeah or hella no. Much like on uh, Jeopardy, where you're disqualified if your answer is not in the form of the question, you are requiring hella yeah or hella oh, no, right? It's legal. Hella, it's absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Hella yeah or hella no. Yeah, we, we got it. Thank you, Omar. All right, let's go to Myrna up first, please. Los Angeles, line one, our first contestant. Hey, Myrna. 
Hello. Okay, here it is. Pete Wentz was a very accomplished dancer, and in his teens, he entered a competition. During the freestyle portion, he did this move where he leaps in the air, falls to the floor, pops back up. He defied gravity, essentially. He lost that competition, but one of the judges said, Ooh, Fallout Boy! Hence, the name of his soon-to-be-formed band, Fallout Boy. Is that a hella yeah or a hella no? Hella yeah? Oh, oh, no. Hella, no. Absolutely didn't happen. No, uh, made no. up. Fallout Boy is uh, the name of a Simpsons fictional superhero. Yep. Radioactive man sidekick. Sorry. Hella bro. yeah or hella no. I'd kind of like to see it, though, to I be mean, honest. <laughs> I mean, you do have a 50-50 chance if you just guess. Yes. But, uh, sorry, Myrna. Let's go to Eddie up next line to Van Nuys. Hey, Eddie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Fabulous. All right. Party people. Eddie, Billy Joe Armstrong dropped out of school a day before his 18th birthday. In 1994, he was quoted as saying, school is practice for the future, and practice makes perfect, and nobody's perfect, so why practice? Is that a hella yeah or a hella no? That would be a hella no. Oh, it's a hella oh, yeah. Oh, hella yeah. Come on. Hella yeah. Oh, hella no. Oh, man. Sorry, Eddie. Uh, Ryan is in Riverside. Allie McKay, take it away. Hey, Ryan, how have you been doing on hold? You getting these? What do you do, party people? All right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Rivers Cuomo, the lead vocalist for Weezer, claims he learned songwriting by listening to Green Day's techniques. Is that a hella yeah or a hella no? Hella no. That's a hella yeah. Jeez. <laughs> or hella yeah or hella no. You got to know your Weezy, your Fall Out Boy, and your Green Day to get through in this game. All right, let's say hi to Kyle in the LBC. Hey, Kyle. What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kyle, I think you'll get this. Uh, the lead singer of Fall Out Boy, Patrick Stump, lost his right hand in a logging accident in junior high school. Is that a hella yeah or a hella no? <laughs> I'm going to go with hella no. That is correct. Yeah. Patrick Stump has both of his hands. Hella yeah or hella no. All right. Kyle but is he, in the drawing. But he could still be the lead singer even with just one Absolutely hand. Absolutely right? could. He could be a drummer yeah. at least. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. Angela Long Beach up next. Angela, let's see if you can join Kyle in the potential winner circle for these tickets. Good luck. Hey, Angela. Hey. Hey. So Weezer's first gig ever was playing an old age home under the name of The Boys. But before the gig, they were joking in the van about, I can't believe we're playing for a bunch of old geezers. Then at the show, one of the guys started having like a wheezing attack. So they got back in the van after and they combined the name Geezer and Wheeze and they changed their band name to Weezer. Is that a hella yeah or a hella no? I'm gonna go with hella no. It is hella no. Hella yeah or hella Sadly, Rivers Cuomo had asthma growing up, so it was his nickname because oh. they bullied him and oh. said he was a Weezer. Well, then how do you explain Little Wheezy? Where did Little Wayne get that name? He also has asthma. Really? I, I, no, I, I just made that up. I, I thought it came from being from Louisiana. That's no what idea. I thought. I just okay. made that up, yeah. All right, let's do... Uh, I thought he just time, liked the Jeffersons. We have time for Angel no? Westminster up next, line six. It says here that Angel is a truck driver. Are you currently on the job, Angel? 
Yes, sir. All right. Okay. All, right. All right. Give we him the win. Let's go. We won't keep you, but good luck. All right, Angel. Green Day drummer Trey Cool was enrolled in Le Cordon Bleu before Green Day. He dreamed of becoming a world-class chef. Is that a hella yeah or a hella no? Hella yeah. It is a hella no. no. He was actually enrolled in clown college. <laughs> well, hella yeah or hella oh, we've got no. Winner. Let's try and go out on a winner. Uh, hang up and drive, sir. Thank you for the call. All right, let's do one more. Okay. Let's make it Kathy in Pico Rivera. Kathy, you there? Yes, I made the cut. Okay, let's get it right then. You're in the drawing. The original lyrics to the chorus of Buddy Holly by Weezer were... You look just like Ginger Rogers. Uh-oh, I move just like Fred Astaire. Is that a hella yeah or a hella no? That's a hella no. It's uh, a hella it's yeah. A hella yeah. <laughs> oh. Hella yeah or hella no. These were tricky. These were tricky, you guys. But Kyle and Angela got through the exhaustive screening process, and one of them will win tickets to the Hella Mega Tour at Dodger Stadium on July 25th with Green Day Weezer, Fall Out Boy, and the Interrupters. Who's our winner, please? He knows his stumps. We didn't stump him. It's Kyle. Yeah! Hoo-hoo! Hootie, hoo to you, Kyle. <laughs> Have a great time at the show, and thanks for playing Hella Yeah or Hella No. Hella That's yeah right, or hella no. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This day in history with old man Rubin. This week in 1846, astronomer Johann Gottfried Gall became the first person ever to observe the planet Neptune. If you ask me, he was lucky. We were all over at Johann's drinking moonshine and licking frog bellies and Johann passes out, right? Right there on the front lawn. I ran over to make sure he doesn't choke on his own vomit again and he goes... Dude, what's that? I look up and there's this tiny glowing light and I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay, let's just get inside before the wolves smell you. A few days later, he named it Neptune after our friend Jesse's dog. Anyway, proves that getting face sometimes actually leads to something. Just wait till you find out how polio was cured. See, because Ruben is old. Ruben, Ruben has seen some stuff, man. Yeah. yeah. He's been there. All right, Allie, time for a final look at what's happening here on this Wednesday Kevin and Bean Show. What do you got? Some good news for us this time? Have you guys ever had moonshine? Um, Yes. No. Really? Yeah. yeah. The I real have, stuff. I yeah, have not. Same. And the right. real stuff is smooth. Yeah, it's like if you have moonshine that is hard to get down, that means someone's trying to make moonshine, yeah. but it's not the real stuff. So moonshine itself tastes fine? Yeah. Yeah, it's not something that you're like, this tastes great, but it's not something that you make this face. Hmm. Ah. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like prison wine or whatever. Like, no, I thought it would be terrible. Wine? Yeah. Mm-mm. Pruno or whatever? Yeah. Okay, that's a, that's a look into our lives. <laughs> Mugs right knows way too much yeah. about prison wine. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, Pruno. Uh. It's not as bad after a couple <laughs> sips. Sure. <laughs> Guys, I've got great news for you Jurassic Park heads. No! The original stars of Jurassic Park, that's Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum, will all be returning for 2021's third Jurassic World film. Wow, you got to check it out. Nice, right? That's big news. That's huge news, yeah. Yeah. Hey, wait, though. Um, that's Chris Pratt's franchise now, though, right? Yeah, he'll still be there. He'll be the star, and yeah. then they'll... Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen any of the Jurassic Park movies. What? Not even the first one? <gasps> what? No. Guys, there's a lot of those action kinds of franchises. Uh, that just... The first one, I agree with you that it became that, but the first one is just a great blockbuster. I'm sure it is. And Look. I don't love the louds either, but I really like the first Jurassic Park. Look, uh, was it, it was Spielberg, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look. I'm sure it's great, but I just, uh, not something I ever saw. Did you read the book? No. 
Mm. Didn't read the book either. So Is I'm, it because you grew up with dinosaurs, so it wasn't well, that cool? Or? Well, yeah, that's again, that's Ruben. That's not me. That's oh, not okay, me. my bad, my bad. I, I don't know. I just I've I've missed. A, I have a lot of holes. Oh, in my pop culture universe, just mm-hmm. things that I just never got into. I mean, I mean, like Rambo came out last week. Rambo is nothing to me. I've never seen a Rambo movie. Okay. But the difference between seeing a Rambo and the first Jurassic Park, which was the biggest film ever yeah. released at the time, it was um, like gangbuster yeah. numbers. Right. Anyway, I thought you would for sure have seen Jurassic Park. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on to this. That bagel boss guy, Chris Morgan, he was supposed to be in a boxing match this Saturday in Atlantic City. He was going up against Major League Baseball star Lenny Dykstra, who abruptly backed out. Mm -hmm. But don't you worry, you guys, because someone has stepped in. Someone by the name of Dustin Diamond. Ooh. He has signed up to fight Bagel Boss. By the way, Diamond was crowned celebrity boxing champion in May 2002. Yes. He, I, it was a huge Fox thing. Yeah. And it was actually kind of fun to watch. He went against the guy from Welcome Back, Carter. Yeah. Horshack? Horshack, yeah. I had no idea any of this happened. Well, he brought shame to us and continues to bring shame to us. Uh, Todd Bridges also fought in that one, I believe. And also, I think, Tanya Harding. Wow. In that 2002 um, here's the thing about this uh, bagel boss guy, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Morgan. He's a garbage man? Um, yeah, he's a gar- garbage man. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like him and his team don't really know how to how to talk smack. Yeah. This article says he's not afraid of taking some low blows. Quote, I've seen Dustin Diamond was in a porno and it's widely known that he has a large penis. That's that's the trash talking? That's the trash talking. I'm like, no, what you're doing is you're, you're making Dustin up. Diamond go, yeah. You typed him up. It's awesome. What what? Uh do you would you enjoy watching this? No. I wouldn't I didn't even enjoy doing the story. Does it make me bad that I'm down to watch? It uh, you like making awful people famous and just know that that's now part of your legacy. Sure. Is that I, okay? I want to see Screech Box. Okay. All right. You gonna watch it, Mugs? No. You going to watch it, Muggs? Okay, I'll watch it. Okay. Uh, a lot of people, um, if you follow Louis Capaldi, the singer, on Instagram, mm-hmm. you know how funny he is. He is just self-deprecating. He is hysterical. Well, now he's offering free concert tickets to fans who match with him on Tinder. Images of the Scottish singer's Tinder profile have been posted on billboards across the UK. And if you match with him, you'll have a chance to win a trip to see him live in New York City or even tickets to an upcoming UK tour. He was on his Instagram stories yesterday and he said, Hello, my name is Louis Capaldi and I haven't known the touch of a woman in many years. So for that reason, I've come to London to put my Tinder profile across the city. Basically, you match with him. You might just get to go see him in New York City. This is uh, the plot of Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, I knew that. <laughs> sure. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, you should be a little bit. A <laughs> little bit, you guys. Not sure if you saw pictures of Lana Del Rey yesterday with, uh, I'll just say it, a silver fox. Hmm. She reportedly has a new boyfriend, and his name is Sean Styx Larkin. Obviously. He is live PD's reality star and I a like real-life police officer. I like that okay, guy. Well, he is a good-looking so fox. Del he's a babe. Absolutely. Yeah, he's on um, a bunch of A&E shows. Live PD, Live PD Presents, PD Cam, and he's part of the cast of A&E's Live Rescue. Hmm. And he's 
He's a hot silver uh, fox. We did a small feature on them. I think we actually had someone on the show from there, and we talked about how good looking that guy is. Uh, it stood out to me so much. No, we had uh, the host of the live PD, the one that um, Dan Abrams. Yes, this yeah. is a guy. This is a guy on that show, mm-hmm. and we actually talked to Dan about how good looking the other one was. Oh, yeah, he's a uh, like um, he beats Anderson Cooper in the that's a good looking gray haired man category. Okay. Yeah. Didn't know there was a good-looking gray. Oh yeah, I keep it with category. me at all times. Okay. Just in a book that I have in my bag. Okay. Yeah, well, that's interesting. He's number one now. All right, let's get out of here. Some birthdays for yes. you: Michael Douglas, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Mark Hamill, Will Smith, T.I., Donald Glover, and that's what's happening. Thanks, Allie. On your drive home today, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour with Stryker and Klein. They're nice guys, and a random act of helpfulness from the social uh, SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Thank you to them. Uh, They're handing out random acts of helpfulness, and we all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5. Guys, we'll see you tomorrow? Question mark? Maybe? Maybe? Question mark? (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.